0: Lope in the building, my life been a movie, I should've filmed it nicely with the pen game. Pops taught me the spit game. Get your cameras ready, we to catch when I'm in frame. product, opinionated when I'm coming through, smooth with it. I'll be kicking back? could Google it. Bring a black to the book. He the truth, just another lane. Lot I'm a crown heights legend, still rapping the same block. You are now listening to the Life of Product Podcast. Yeah, what up? What up, man? It's the boy product. You are now locked into the life of product podcast. This is episode fourteen. We are riding a wave right now, and I appreciate y'all support. Listen, it's 2021. Let's keep it positive. Nothing but positivity, right? I'm even trying to stop using profanity. The shit is fucking hard. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's not gonna be easy. Bear with me, but I'm on a whole new wave in life. But this is episode fourteen. Y'all been showing the kid a lot of love, man. Y'all, y'all DMs, y'all emails. Everything is everything is dope, and and I'm doing this for y'all. I'm not just doing this for myself. I'm actually trying to drop knowledge on y'all, and I'm trying to drop positivity in y'all life to make y'all day better. So when every every week when it's up when a new episode drops and a new show drops, I'm doing this for y'all. And I'm I'm trying to put some type of spark in y'all life to bring y'all up. You know what I'm saying? Because we all need that sometimes. Times is tough right now, but we're not gonna talk about how tough times are right now. Positivity today. This is episode fourteen. I want to talk to y'all about investments. Investing is very important. Now, there are levels to it, there's different types of investments, and I'm not going to lie to y'all. To me, like, I've narrowed down my three most important forms of investing. And before I talk about those, I want to get the money side out the way. Money is important. It's not in my top three because to me, money is something, but it's not everything. I've been well off, I've been poor and broke, I've been poor, middle class, all that shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, Literally, I've seen money mess up marriages. I've seen money mess up relationships. I've seen money mess up family. I've seen money mess up day ones. So money to me is not everything. It's something, but it's not everything. But money investments are important. It's very important. What you going to do, live off air? The fuck? (laughs) You You can't do that. Money plays a big role. And a lot of times we are oblivious to it. A lot of people, and I, don't, I hate to call people bums, but people be out here bumming and trying to live off other people, and it's, that's not going to work. Me personally, um, I'm mad that I took so many years to get into money investment. Like, and, I, and the crazy thing is I actually planned on doing money investments in my late teens. When, when I graduated high school and I was going into college, I wanted to open up a CD account. That was the first thing I wanted to do. I had a little bit of cash, not a lot, a little bit of cash from working over that summer, and boom, 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 then bong fucking 9-11 happened. And to my knowledge, banks wasn't given the same rates that they was given pre-9-11. He wasn't getting the high percentages and shit. What, 1%? Maybe one and a half, two 2% after that? So I actually fell back, fucked a little bit of money while in college and shit like that. And I waited so long to invest money. Very long. Now, the funny thing about uh, money investments, you can be up or you can be down bad. You can hit rock fucking bottom from bad investments. The, the thing is, you have to have a gambling factor to yourself. You know, everything is a gamble when it comes to money. When it comes to money investments, there are small investments. There are uh, not so small investments, but you're still gambling. Whether it's stocks, whether you're investing in property, it doesn't matter. All of that shit is a gamble because you don't really know, especially right now, but everything going on. But I would definitely tell you it's not in my top three, but I would definitely encourage you in to do it, especially, especially the people of my age range and generation. Put it like this, right? When 9-11 happened, the, the, the vaults was cracked open and all that deficit money was sp- spent. It was spent to blow up a country and rebuild that shit. I was reading around that time. I used to read USA Today religiously every single day. And I was reading that the deficit money, all of that money was spent, billions were spent. And there was a possibility that when my generation is old, there will either be no social security or little to nothing when it comes to social security. So those social security checks when we old and we like 65 70 years old if we make it that far, don't be surprised if it ain't there. Don't be surprised. I don't think it's going to be there. You have to invest your money now. There are different levels to it, but I am not a financial guru. I cannot sit here, <laughs> you know say it and tell you put it in this, put it in that. that you have crypto, you have you have stocks. You know what I mean? There are levels to it. And I would suggest you do your own research because I don't want to tell you to put in something and then fuck up. And then you come back to me like, yo, product told me that Uh -uh. you're a grown ass man. (laughs) So money investments is very important, but I want to talk to y'all about my top three. So my top three investments, I would tell you, and these are not in any order. And to me, they all hold the same weight. My top three investments, I would invest in health. Your health is very important. I would invest in your children and you need to invest in your soul. Invest in your health, your children, and your soul. Yes, I said your soul. You know what I'm saying? Because we all, we all get on track when it comes to that. I'm, I'm going to leave that one for a minute. But invest in your health, especially men, black men, invest in your health. It's, it's, it's right now in 2021, you need to invest in your health. You 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 have to, and a lot of black men as we get older, there are so many things we have to battle: diabetes, um, heart problems. Uh, I I know older black men that develop sleep apnea; they have to sleep with CPAP machines. I've known some that had to get um, they had to get surgery. I know older black men. he had to get a surgery at the back of his throat because when he was falling asleep, he couldn't breathe. And as he got older into that that age bracket, it got worse. And thank God that he did it investing in your health is very important right now. I, I'll tell you about my personal journey. Like I told myself once 2021 started, I wanted to do a lot of things differently. I was never like an alcoholic or a big drinker, but hey, socially, yeah, I would drink sometimes. I barely drank since the new year started. I think maybe twice, maybe, maybe if that, if, you know what I'm saying? So that's another thing I cut out. I also cut out red meat. I've I've attempted to cut out milk. I, well, cow milk. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I like to drink coffee or I like to eat cereal. So when I drink coffee or I eat cereal, I put no sugar in my coffee and I only use almond and soy milk, and that's in my cereal and my coffee. I cut that out. I actually cut out eggs. I've been buying like a plant based eggs. Very fucking expensive. <laughs> and then on the flip side of this shit, man, eating healthy and investing in your health is not cheap. And 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 that's yo, that's my issue with this shit, b. I got a huge issue with that. Why the fuck is a real salad, a really nice salad? If I'm on a go and I don't have time to make it myself, it's gonna cost 7 $8. You know what I'm saying? But I could go buy a fucking burger for a dollar. It, it makes no sense. It, it makes no sense. But I've been, I, I cut the red meat out. I've been doing more ground chicken, more ground turkey. Uh, I've been doing a lot of fish lately and things like that. I actually have some days where I don't eat meat. I try to do no meat at least once a week, but I've been good so far doing it maybe twice a week. And to me, that's great. I actually, now another thing I kind of can't cut out all the way is butter, but I've been on a new wave. So I bought fat-free butter. Investing in my health is very important. Now you have supplements. I was actually for years against the whole supplement thing, but I have a lot of friends that took the liberty and were smarter than me and invested in their health earlier on. So now I'm on that wave. You know what I mean? Uh, I was talking to one of my mans early this morning, matter of fact, and I sent him a picture of one of the ones I've been taking. I, 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 I recently bought a a, a a pill with magnesium, zinc, and calcium in it. You know, calcium is for your bones. Zinc and magnesium and stuff like that. And what what actually got me into buying that, I watched a video with Dr. Sebi, an old video from, like I believe, in the 90s. And he was saying how you need to invest in magnesium and zinc and stuff like that. Then I was listening to I was listening to Big Sean's uh recent album and unpopular opinion we were uh we all a lot of us hip hop heads recently been talking about what was the hottest albums of 2020 Big Sean album on, in 2020 to me was one of the best albums to drop and I'm a real hardcore hip hop fan and I think Big Sean is dope that's on another story there's a song on Big Sean album I can't remember what the name of the song was but he says in a song I believe when he was in high school, he had heart disease. He was diagnosed with it, and the doctors wanted to cut his chest open. His mother went the holistic route, and they put him on magnesium, and this man looked. I think that's fucking amazing. I think that's amazing. I've never been one to disagree with modern medicine and, and disagree with surgeries and taking pills, but if you can take magnesium and it can <laughs> prevent you from getting your chest cut open, you need to take that magnesium, dog. So a lot of these different things were all coming in to me for a reason. And as all of this started coming to me, I felt like God was sending me this information and I jumped on that wave. So I started taking the magnesium, calcium, and zinc pill. I've been on the vitamin C wave because from my research, vitamin C is very good for fighting coronavirus. I've been on the vitamin E wave. These are different things that I feel like a lot of us men, we need to, you know, we need to do. I started taking probiotics. You know, I was reading that it's great for your digestive system, which I've never had digestive problems, but why not jump on that wave now to prevent it early just to make sure it doesn't happen? And a lot of my inner circle, I've been trying to pass this knowledge on to them. I'm not, I'm, I am not a health guru. <laughs> you know, so I'm a rookie with this shit right now, but I'm trying to pass it to them because I want to see us all winning. I want to, I want to see us all when we hit our 40s and our 50s and shit. I want us to all be in shape. I want us to be happy. I want us to be able to run up and down a basketball court. I want us to be able to go to the gym and rock out with the twenty year olds and have no problems down that line. And I and I think it's a beautiful thing when I when I see older men that you know that are able to do this. Now things happen in life. This is I'm not saying that all of the stuff that I'm taking or you'll take is going to prevent you from having problems down the line because you might as you get older, your body gets older, your body might start to deteriorate. You don't know where it's gonna go, but why not try? Why not try? Your health is wealth. If you are not healthy, you cannot provide for your family. If you are not healthy, you cannot function. And I don't wanna see any of you guys go through that. I, myself, I don't wanna go through that. So let's get on that wave, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? All right, so that was the first one. Um, Investing in your soul, yes. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Uh, rest in peace to my moms. I make references to my mother a lot on the show. But um, well, my mother was alive, right? And she told me, my my mother was raised in a church. My grandmother was very heavy into church. My grandfather, not so much. You know what I'm saying? He was in the hood. My grandmother was very, she was, my grandmother was an old South Carolinian woman that lived in Brooklyn for years that never lost the whole South Carolina uh, energy. She was like straight go to church on Wednesday, go on Sunday, go this day. And my mother and my uncles and my aunts, they was raised in the church. My mother knew the Bible like very well, you know what I'm saying? Even though she strayed from the church and didn't go. And eventually she got back into it, got saved and stuff like that. She knew it very, very well. And my mother thing was, need to read revelations. You need to go to church more. You need to read revelations. And and I still haven't read revelations because I'm actually terrified. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Listen, not a lot of things scare me in life. People don't scare me. You understand what I'm saying? A man could be six foot five, two fifty. I'm not afraid, but there are other things in life that scare me. So, at a certain point in life, years ago, not recently, but years ago, I've went harder with communicating with God in my own terms. I pray when I wake up. I pray when I get in my car. I pray throughout the day. I pray before I go to bed, and I do this every night. I might have slipped up a couple nights, but for the most, like on most on average, I do this every night, and. At a certain point in life, I plan on going to church and getting saved because I feel like my soul is an investment. It is. It is an investment, and I want to also pass that on to my kids. You know what I mean? And, and, and my kids, they go to church. You know what I mean? They love it. I think. I think it's great, man. And I think a lot of us men, we need to get off this uh this macho shit that we be on. I think we need to get off of this "I'm tougher than life" stuff. Like, and and I've said this on past shows. It's okay to cry. It is okay to admit that you want to be a better person and you want to have a better relationship with God. It's okay to admit that. It's okay. Like, like my thing is, why do some of y'all men feel like it's not cool? Why do y'all feel like it's not cool to thank God for the things that he's provided you? Everybody has, we all got, like, look, we all got different views on stuff. You know what I'm saying? Whether you're a Christian, a a Buddhist, whether you're a Muslim, we all have different uh, uh, views. Views on religion and on a higher power, but guess what? There is a higher power. You understand what I'm saying? There is a higher power. Put it like this, right? A, a a a satanic church was built in Detroit, I believe it was a few years ago. Very scary looking. I watched the video on YouTube. The, the the local news did like a story on it. Scary, very scary. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So if if evil is out in the open, you don't believe that there's good. You can't have one without the other. You can't, you cannot have one without the other. Now, I'm not saying you have to be holier than thou. You don't have. I'm not saying be the holiest person out here on the block. But at a certain point, you have to keep it real with yourself. You know what? Let me put it to you like this, right? I'm, I'm gonna break it down. Let me let me break down some realism for you, right? Don't look at it and think about all of the stuff you have or all of the things you got. Look at all of the situations you didn't fall victim to. Think about that. Think think about how many times you could have been messed up out here and, and something really could have happened to you, but it didn't happen to you. You really think you did that on your own? Nah. Nah, brother. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. You did not. You don't have the power to do that, dog. You don't, you don't. I'm not trying to preach to you, but I'm I'm breaking it down for you. I I know people that feel like they are in a hundred percent control of their life. That's crazy to me. Like, how how the fuck how how do you think you now i'm all for being proactive i'm all i'm all for hustling i'm all for getting out here trying learning and creating better opportunities for myself and better situations for myself i'm all for that but who you think gave you the willpower to do that you know what i'm saying we could we could go back and forth i think one day i'm going to bring somebody on the show that doesn't feel like that you know what i'm saying and i'm not the argumentative type I don't like to argue argue with people, but I do like to fucking debate. I will debate the shit out of you and I will win, most likely. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Cause I'm not gonna go into a debate with somebody if I don't feel like I can win. I'm I am not doing that. I'm not doing that. Look how many times you watch movies and they'll have people that are like um they're like devil worshippers, they're atheists, and then right before they die in a movie or something bad happened, they say, Oh my god, God help me. Oh, now you wanna thank the Lord, right? Now you, now you want to thank the Lord, but you was fronting on him for all this long. Chill, be nah. But I feel like a lot of us, a lot of us men, we need to establish a better relationship with God. We need to openly establish a better relationship with God, and we need to stop acting like it's not cool to be thankful or grateful. We need to stop acting like it's it's not on our priority list because at a certain point, it's going it's going to be or it has. We need to, we need to stop acting like that. A lot a lot of us men. We do that. And I got a I got a huge problem with that. But you know everybody different. I can't I can't tell you what to do, man. I, like I'm not the person you wake up next to every day to blah blah blah. Nah, brother. But that was um, that was that's very important to me. Very important to me. Also, my last one is investing in your children. Investing in your children is investing in the future. You know what I'm saying? Like like Winnie Houston said, I know this might sound corny, but like Winnie Houston said, I believe the children of the future, they really are. You don't think the children of the future, look at the children that grew up that are fucking up the streets right now. Look at them. Look at them. Look how many, look, think to, I. Right, I got a lot of people in the hood that listen because I'm from the hood, Hood, fuck with me, right? So all all, all, all my, boom, let me, say, let me just say this, right? How many people did you know, how many kids did you know that grew up to become criminals? How many kids do you know that grew up, they started robbing people, they started gangbanging, they started flagging, you know what I'm saying? I told somebody a while back. Um, At a certain point, I had moved out of Crown Heights. When I went back to Brooklyn, I was in um, I was in East New York. And any random block in East New York, you like I would drive through, I see little dudes on the corner, bong, 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 throwing their hands up, throwing their shit up. It, lo- it, it looked like fucking sign language. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I'm not knocking it because that's the culture out there. That's what they do. I've been to the West Coast. I see dudes tatted up, throwing up their gang signs, bong, bong, bong. How many... Of those grown men or late teens or early adults were children that could have been saved. You ever think about that? You ever think about, damn yo, this 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 kid is this kid is in jail. He going to jail. He just murdered somebody, and he could have just been talked to as a kid. What 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 if what if he just needed a hug, yo? You know what I'm saying? Now all, they all because you got to understand they are defining moments in a kid's life. There are defining moments in a kid's life that will define what path he's going to walk down at a certain point. You know what I'm saying? There's, they, they are. And I'm speaking from experience because there were times when I was a kid and I was a good, really, really good kid. But due to life circumstances, shit was rough. I had, put it like this to to walk next to or walk amongst the rough. I had to be rough. I had to. You know what I'm saying? Cause the streets is real. Like the hood is real. Brooklyn is real. You either, you, you either do or you get done up. That that's what it is. But think about how many of these kids could have been saved and they could have been great adults. Not a good, not good adults, they could have been great adults. You know what I'm saying? You gotta invest in these kids, your kids, in general, for greatness, yo. We we need fucking greatness right now from here on in 2021 going up. I'm talking, I told you I was gonna talk positivity. To get to the positivity, you gotta break the fucking negative. There's a wall of negativity that we gotta break. We have to break that shit. I got into a uh, not. I was gonna say argument. <laughs> One thing I don't do. I don't like arguing with, with women. I don't like doing it, especially if you ain't my chick. If you ain't my shorty, I am not fucking arguing with you. And I still might try to avoid arguing with you. And I noticed that make women a little madder. I'm sorry it does. So there was a my, my son used to my sons used to go to what was it P S. 214, I believe it was, on Picken Avenue. There's two schools on Picken Avenue right next to each other they used to go to. It was 159 and 214. I think it was 214 at the time. And me and the, I believe the assistant principal or the dean, we kind of had a very, very, very bad debate one time. And it got kind of heated. It got so heated, she hung up to go to a meeting and called me back an hour later to finish this shit. This is how bad it got. I'm not, I can't make this shit up. So my youngest son at the time, he was having problems with the kid. In the school. And what happened was when he was in kindergarten, he had problems with one kid. So the kid was in his class the next year, and the kid's friend that was in his after school program wanted to get into the middle of it. So I went to the school, and before anybody got hands put on them, I told the teacher and I told that same dean, principal, whatever the fuck she was, I said, I wanna have a meeting with this kid's father right now, because I'm a very hands on parent. And I demanded a meeting. She contacted the father. And told, the father said, I'm not coming to the school. I don't want to talk to this man. Very disrespectfully. Okay, bet. So one day, my mom's was babysitting my sons. My, my mom's called me and she said, yo, you know what's crazy? I just saw that father. It was very random. She said, we saw the kid and the father They was inside of a bodega. You know what I'm saying? The is actually still in Brooklyn. It's on Sheridan and McKinley. Shouts out to them. I think I his think son name was Ralphie that used to work there. Shouts out to him. But um, they saw, they saw the father and the kid, and my mother approached him, and she said, yo, this is your son? He said, yeah. She said, this is my grandson. He's been having a problem with your son. My son, his father, would like to talk to you. And this man didn't disrespect my mother, but let it be known, I'm not having a meeting with him. I don't want to talk to him about nothing. Okay, fucking cool. Guess what? Two weeks later, the kid tried to flex on my son, and my son whooped this kid ass. Bad really whooped this kid my son whooped this kid ass so bad the kid had a black eye a busted lips and bruises on his face it was like purple and shit oh but guess what now the kid want to fucking have down the father want to have a fucking meeting now the father wants to have no i denied that shit said i'm not having a meeting i'm not when me and that dean slash principal had that uh, uh, a heated debate i broke something down to it And, and the same thing as i'm saying you have to invest in these kids and I said, I said, half of the kids that went to this school, I said, think about half of the kids that went to this school that you see every morning. I said, when I drop my kids off, I said, I see you outside every morning yelling at these kids, every fucking morning. I said, how many kids from Monday to Friday do you see that are now adults that were at the school? So I said, since you've been here 19, 20 years, is what she told me she'd been in 19, 20 years. I said, how many people walk past this school that are adults? that were kids here every morning. She said, a lot of them. And I said, how many of them are out out here doing fucked up shit? I said, she got quiet. I said, oh, you're quiet now. I said, no, answer the question. She said, honestly, a lot of them. I said, exactly, exactly. And this is what I'm saying. You have to invest in your kids because if you don't invest in your kids, they will be fucked up adults. Now, there's different levels of investing in your kids. One, you have to whoop your kids' ass. I've said this shit before. You have to whoop your kids' ass. The thing is, I'm... If you don't have to do it, don't do it. I'm not just saying walk in the house and swing an iron fist. I don't like parents like that. There's a time and a place for everything, but certain forms of discipline with young men, particularly young black men that grow up in the hood, it lasts forever. Because if you don't whip that kid ass, you don't want that kid growing up thinking he's unwhippable and somebody fucked this kid up in the street. Now, other factors got to happen. You know what I'm saying? Investing Invest in your kids. Ever since my sons was little, I was putting him in after school programs. It got to a point my oldest son would be proactive and find he would find his own after school programs and ask me to enlist them. So hell yeah, I would sign the paperwork. He did Microsoft classes. My son, my oldest son, was in a STEM school. When I moved out to Jersey, um, my oldest son couldn't go to STEM school because the law or the rule for the Department of Education there they had to start at. Like if, if the kid was basically in middle school, the kid had to start STEM school in sixth grade. He couldn't go in the middle of his middle school career or whatever, but doesn't matter. My son was wrestling. My son was also on um, my. Old, he, he took a studio class because I taught my son how to produce, so he stayed after school. He was in the studio class in school and stayed after school for the actual after school program, learning pro tools, production, mixing, all kinds of shit. He was even in a band and he was a drummer. You know what I mean? He even took swimming. My youngest son went to Cicely Tyson Elementary, which is performing arts. My youngest son, and I'm not trying to sit here and brag, but this is, these are the levels that I actually, how hard I was going at the time. And shout out to my mother because my mother helped me out a lot with this shit too. My youngest son played the violin and he plays keys. So when he transitioned from elementary school to middle school, out of 700 kids, only 100 kids was accepted. My son was accepted into Cicely Tyson uh, uh, Performing Arts. Shouts out to them. That Cicely Tyson uh, uh, Elementary School and Middle School, I believe they have a high school, but Cicely Tyson in East Orange, New Jersey is an amazing school. Kids might act up a little bit, but guess what? All kids act up. You can't expect every kid from all walks of life to come into one school and it just runs smoothly. But the staff is amazing. The staff is amazing. My, My son was one of the Bad, misbehaving kids. I'm i to admit it. You know what I'm saying? I had to be on his ass hard about that. But they worked with him very, very hard as much as they could from, from behavioral programs to, to put him in different music classes. It got to a point, one, one of my sons was a drummer. My oldest son was playing drums. My youngest son was playing violin and keys. And they were doing concerts literally every month. And that was an investment that I made. You know what I'm saying? I believe it's great to invest in your kids in sports, but it goes deeper than that. It has to go deeper than that. They may learn a lot from sports. They may learn something even greater from other programs, whether it's it's an academic program, a music program. I am totally 100% with the shits when it comes to your kids learning and you helping them elevate. You have to, but the the most important part, when you invest in your kids, you have to make it fun. Don't don't do it and make it just seem like it's a it's a house rule, it's mandatory. Then they're gonna they, they're not gonna wanna do that shit. They're gonna have an attitude about it, they're gonna they're gonna hate it. You don't want them to hate it. You do not want your kids to hate what you're trying to implement and teach them. Because if they do hate it, then they're gonna look for other forms of enjoyment. They're gonna look for other things to learn. And you don't want them to do that shit. You want them to learn the things that they are gonna and be in like vested and hard. You want them to learn some shit that's gonna make some money. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Real talk. It's not all about money, but sometimes you might see the greatness in your kid that they don't see. They, they might not see that shit. They, they might not see it. They, they, they might overlook it because they're a child and kids, their attention span is bong, bong, bong. It's over here. It's upstairs. It's downstairs. It's outside it's on the fucking tablet and iPad and I'm not knocking the tablets and iPad but there is more to life than just downloading shit and and, and playing games on your phone there's, there's way more to that and you have to show your kids that shit early make it fun for them investing in your kid is investing your kid is investing in the world listen to me investing in your child is investing in the world. Because the more we invest in our children, we're making a, the world a better place. We are. Really think about it. If you invest in your kids and you teach them, violence is not always the answer. Don't don't let them be soft. My, my sons ain't soft. They, they'll fuck you up. But let them know violence is not always the answer. Try to talk that sh- If we all implemented stuff like that in our kids, we would have a lot of less situations. If, I'm going to tell y'all what we need to start doing as parents before I end the show. We need to start two things we need to do. We need to let our kids know everybody is not your fucking bro. Everybody you meet is not your bro. And that's important. It's so important because these kids will meet each other. Oh, bro, bro, what up? And then they automatically have this this notion that this person they're calling bro or bro is down for them. That is not fucking true. It is not true. Also, we need to teach our kids to stop being so hard On the edge. They need to stop being so far on the edge where they'll go online and feel it's okay to say some slick shit to somebody else. You can't do that because look how many altercations stem from social media. So many. And and my biggest issue is the people that own these social media companies are not being held accountable. They're not being held accountable. We need to teach our kids etiquette. Yo, internet etiquette and social media etiquette is fucking important because these kids are jumping in YouTube comments. Talk shit. They're jumping online. I'd be trolling. I'd be sitting there and just re- literally thumbing through shit one in the morning, like, damn, they arguing again? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's crazy. I hate to admit it. It's sometimes entertainment. entertainment, Entertaining. This shit be funny as fuck sometimes. But on the real life flip side, these kids are getting hurt and losing their lives. They are. Look how many times a person will post something and the kid will just jump in there and talk shit off the rip. You can't do that. You can't do that shit with no grown ass fucking man. We'll see you in the street. You can't do that. We, we need to teach this into our kids. That investment is important. It is. Gia, it's the boy product. This was episode 14 of the Life of Product podcast. Coming at y'all with another banger. I'm going to see y'all next week. Holla at me.